You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss the Chicago Bulls being eliminated from the playing tournament. Oh, are we? Yeah, yeah. Zach Levine having a big night upon his return. And DeMar DeRozan has one of the worst plus minuses I have ever seen in the game of basketball. We're talking about all and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hazel's creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Pat, the Chicago Bulls lost. To the Toronto Raptors 121 to 108 today to eliminate themselves from the in season tournament group play. Uh, how you feeling about this, Pat? Listen, I mean, <laughs> they, there's it's not good, right? I mean, yeah. you're one in five in your last six games away. Um, you have five for 11 on the season. You got off to another slow start to start this game, and it bit you in the butt i mean bulls didn't play point the bulls every year we talk about a quarter mm-hmm. every year a quarter the chicago bulls first quarters this year are literally one of the worst in the end they're, they're negative 19 and a half point differential in first quarters it's how crazy possible? bro you know how poorly you have it because it's not like teams are putting up 50 in the first you know how poorly you have to play in the first quarter be a negative 19. <laughs> like things are putting up like like today, right? 36. 36 a lot of points, but it's not yeah. crazy. Yeah. We put up 22. Like it's it's literally I don't know, man. Like you you you're if there's ever a question in AK's mind on should I do what I think I'm I'm going to have to do, there's no question. Yeah. Uh, you, you you know that this team is done. You know that this team is. Listen, I love that Zach Levine came out, gave the effort. Uh, Sixteen for twenty three. We haven't seen Zach Levine take twenty three shots in how long? Yeah, it's been a minute. I, I mean, listen, he, has you he got, taken you that money at any point this season? Well, I mean, look, yeah, he, he has. He's had uh, Detroit. He put up thirty three shots. Uh, he okay. put up twenty one versus Brooklyn. I want to say um, twenty versus Orlando. But yeah, listen, you have to have that game where you remind people, and oh, no, I, I just don't want to be here. I can still play, right? Because that increases yeah. your trade value, all that stuff. Um, but this team is what it is, and there's no questions about it at this point. And uh, I don't see them moving forward. I think that, listen, if I'm looking at a, a, a specific to this game basis, I thought the officiating was god-awful. Yeah, uh, I've looked, was I, I've looked at the officiating around the league and said that it's god-awful. Uh, I think that the Bulls are maybe in a much closer situation in this specific game if the officiating isn't so poor. But at the end of the day, uh, you also have a team that put themselves in a lot of bad positions. DeMar DeRozan complaining about stuff, ends up getting ejected from this game. Um, you, you, it was a foul. Yeah. It was, it was a foul, right? Uh, Javon Carter getting upset on the flop. It was a flop. 
You know what I mean? Like this is a this is a team that that doesn't have um it doesn't have what it takes to win in this league right now. It it just doesn't. There's no questions about it. There's no the, the I, listen, I like it. I like that we have no questions. None of us are going to leave. The problem this is season. that there's no answers either. That's the problem. No, but, but you know what it is? It's like none of us are going to leave this season and be like, man, if we just had one more year, like everybody <laughs> still goes, we could have fixed Lowry. Probably not. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, probably not. And it was a health issue and all of that stuff, right? But like, probably not. But on the on the flip side of it, right? Like, nobody's going to come out of this season and be like, man, if I had one more year of Levine, that would have been it. <laughs> Well, I think the Levine thing, they may stick around on the Levine, but like, and we'll talk about it here in the last second, but I'm telling you, like DeMar and Vooch both like that. We mean you've talked a lot about DeMar looking like he's never he was never gonna kind of fall off and take a slide. I've ever seen bro. DeMar has aged eight years this offseason. We'll talk about that in the last segment, though. What did you think about the coaching uh tonight for Billy Donovan? Um I think it was par for the course. I don't think it was any worse than what we've talked about. You know what I mean? Like that's not a that's not a glory for the course. course. We're on a course to hell, Pat. They're like, so uh, listen, don't was, say it was, like it's a good thing. It's part of the course. We're, we're on a course straight to hell. What was the movie where old boy was in the was was the the, the black dude was in the driver's seat? I can't think of the name of it. Welcome to hell, mother. Of God. What was that movie? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the movie. Old though. black dude was I can't. No, it, it wasn't driving the car. You're you're thinking of the end of Tales from the Hood. When he Tales says, from the Hood. Yes. Yeah, he wasn't driving though. There was in the thing. This ain't the terror dome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's where we at right now. Um, but yeah, this it, it's it's where we sit right now as a team and as an organization is just it's so much struggle all up and down this roster. And th- like like me and you have talked about before, thank God that Zach Levine did request a trade or whatever happens there, because guess what? We would not have, there would be no change. There'd be no change yeah. on this roster. This actually forces AK to AK do will ride it out. Yeah, for sure. Paul, shout out Grady Dick. <laughs> what? That's his name. <laughs> That's his name. What you laughing at? Uh, listen, his name. You can laugh at people's name. We can make fun of people's names all the time. Don't act like this. That, he, that he's exempt. And they said oh. my last name on ESPN 1000 this morning. And Buddy was like, "My bad." I was like, "It's my name. It's okay." <laughs> but outside of that, um, when you when you look at the the, the team play, like for a while there, we looked at our bench, right? Our yeah. bench being the thing that got, got, helped get us in games. Ever since Alice Caruso got moved to the starting line, the bench hasn't had that same umph, that same fire. Sure. Um, and now with Alice Caruso, we don't know what's going on with him. Like I have you, have, I haven't seen anything since the game. Let's hope he's not missing any extended time. But yeah, only plays seventeen minutes in a game. Yeah, um, I just it really looks at this point like I don't know. We don't have it. It used to just be like, well, the bench is going to come in. Our bench is playing amazing now. The bench looks very pedestrian. It looks very normal. Um, Billy Donovan is too tied to the numbers. If there's anything about coaching that I have an issue with, it's how mm-hmm. tied to the analytics, my God, analytics. Listen, there's a place in sports for analytics, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's the J.J. Reddick place. I don't think it's the Charles Barkley place either. It's somewhere in the middle of that because J.J. Reddick is 100%. This is what the numbers say you should do, so you should do that. Numbers yeah. aren't people. Charles Barkley is too much on the, this is what people say you should do, you should do that. People aren't numbers either. And you have to play the numbers because you be hoping the best out of people. But the analytics say that the plus minus with Alex Caruso on the court 
is leaps and bounds better. And that's why Alice Caruso has been reinserted into this lineup. I'm going to tell yeah. you this right now. We've put up 33 points twice with Alice Caruso in the starting lineup. We have put up uh, 22 points twice with Alice Caruso in this starting lineup. We have put up less than 30 points in a quarter with AC in a starting lineup. I get what you're trying to do here, Billy Donovan. But if there's ever a coaching point, for the love of God, put him back on the bench. Yeah. Well, because we it doesn't gotta... change anything. You made your team worse. Yeah, for sure. With we got an update on the starting lineup. On Alice Caruso. Uh, so Billy Donovan came out in his post-game press conference and said that um, it wasn't his choice, that the medical staff made the choice for uh, Alice Caruso to not go in game. Yeah. Uh, so uh, somebody stepped on his foot or his ankle or something. So let's hope that it's not anything serious. But because, uh, listen, Alice Caruso is one of the few players that we have that does give a consistent energy cuts, yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, I agree with you. Like we made the team worse by bringing Alice Cruz onto the starting lineup, and it's. I understand that Billy Donovan was trying to find a mix, right? Trying yeah. to find something to, to bring in a little oomph to that starting lineup that had been playing like crap. But, but I think playing, like he's playing but, the numbers though, and, and that yeah. I think that is to the point that we've always talked about with Billy, right? Me and you have agreed on how much blame goes on, or disagreed on how much blame goes on Billy. But Billy's too tied to what the numbers say, what the analytics say, what the, what the, right? Like, listen, this ain't the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. I don't even know if they're still the Devil Rays. It's just Tampa Bay Rays, right? This ain't the, you're not going to win an NBA. No NBA championship has been won purely on analytics. It's you know what most of them are one-on-one? One of the most elite players in the league. LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic. I can tell you a million analytics that should tell you that Nikola Jokic shouldn't be able to do what he's able to do. He still does it. You don't take away from one area of your team that was doing well. We haven't seen Iodasumu, Patrick Williams, Javon Carter play as well as they did with AC since he's been removed from that bench. Mm-hmm. That's just like, like, that, that's why I say the J.J. Reddick to the Charles Barkley land somewhere in the middle. Because analytics are important, but they shouldn't dictate every single thing you do with your team. And that's, I don't even know if it's just Billy Donovan going off analytics either. I just, uh, Bill, I, you're giving him more credit than me. I think Billy Donovan's just an idiot. That's just what I No, because to. I do think that there's a, there's an element of, listen, Alice Caruso's on off court numbers are elite. Yes. Right, literally, when he's on the court versus when he's off the court, the team is a, uh, the plus minus is ridiculous at this point, right? So I get why you insert him back in, but, no Grady Dick, but uh, at the end of the day, you're sitting there and you're talking about putting him in at the power forward position versus putting him in at the position that he plays that is two guard where he's been the most elite. Like, it's just like the numbers to Billy are like, oh, I've got these numbers, okay, that means this works. No, he's a shooting guard. He's not a power forward. I know there's a foreign concept to you, Billy, but 6'5 people have a tough time guarding 6'11 people. Thank you. Welcome to my TED Talk. Pat went into his light skin uh, rogue moment. Next up, though, we're going to light skin rogue. What the heck? Yeah, yeah it's light skin rogue moment. We're going to talk about Zach Levine's big night from one light skin we're to another. Um, <laughs> but before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about our sponsor. Your that dad's is as time. white as mine is. It's, it's, it's different, though. You look actually, like a white man. Actually, I don't. actually, your dad's more white than mine is because mine is from the southern tip of Italy, which is closer <laughs> to Africa. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you out here looking like Ralph. 
Machio. But anyway, okay, you don't have right. to worry about where you're buying your tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way <laughs> to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you a complete peace of mind when you purchase. See the view of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show you your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hitting fees. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, Karate Kid. Uh, Zach Levine had a, big, <laughs> had a big night tonight in his return. You're muted, bro. You didn't mute your mic. I'm bad. I had to call. He said he looked like Ralph Macchio. That was good. I give you credit on that one. Well done. Oh, uh, Zach Levine's night tonight upon his return of sitting one game out, six of 23 from the field, 36 points, three assists, four rebounds, one steal, five turnovers, though, from Zach Levine. How'd you feel about the night Zach Levine had? Listen, Zach Levine looked like the Zach Levine we've, we've expected. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 23 shots. Oh, my God. He scored on them. <laughs> like, what, like, what, what, what am I supposed to say about Zach Levine's night? He looked like Zach Levine. Zach Levine hasn't taken 23 shots in, let's see, tonight he took 23. The last time he took 20-plus shots is the 3rd of November versus Brooklyn. That's crazy. No, that's called improving your trade stock. You don't want to know why? Because the people at Clutch called and said, uh, yeah, it's not as many people calling as you think. <laughs> it looks like you're going to be in Chicago for another year, my guy. Um, <laughs> no, and, that, and it's, 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 not, yeah. it's not disrespect. Is that, I know what Zach, guess what? The second Zach's traded, Zach's going to take 20-plus shots again. Yeah. The second. Because he's going to be more motivated to play for a team because he's going to be in a different situation. That's what, that's what's going to happen. And that's fine. He's trying to get out of here. He doesn't want to be here. I've said this for a couple of episodes. He's at a point right now where he's like, you know what? I'm done. I've given everything I've got. Fine. I'm, I don't want you to be coached by Billy Donovan either. We're all in agreement here. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you can't sit there and you took 10 shots, nine shots, and then 23 and tell me that you're not making a point. Yeah. I just, I have a tough time believing that, right? Like that's, that's like Matt Eberflus telling me Tremaine Edmonds and Montez Sweat decided to take themselves out of the game. Right? Somebody <laughs> lying. That's something, that's something Matt Eberflus would say though. No, um, he really did say that. That's not yeah. a joke. I know. He, re he really said that on the last drive of the game. Yeah, no, they decided to take themselves out. Oh, they didn't want to win? All right, bet. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Zach Levine in this game didn't have a single quarter where he took less than four shots. It's been a minute since we've seen that from Zach as well. Um, I mean, I, I like that he was aggressive. I like that at some points he's the only thing that we would have been down by over 30 if it wasn't for Zach Levine 100%. in that second quarter. What? 
I said 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I'm, I, I love seeing, and I, I said this over on Central, when Zach Levine is going, when he's, like, going, he's one of the most fluid scorers in the NBA. I forgot just how fluid he gets with Zach Levine when he's out there scoring and getting in rhythm because we haven't seen it much this year. But yeah. it was good to see that. It was definitely good to see that. I'm, I I know who Zach Levine is. I'm, I'm upset that he's not going to achieve everything that I hope he achieves uh, on this team. and. I can't wait to see him be able to put those numbers back up when he's somewhere else. Because <laughs> I know he, listen, I know, listen, every year, how long have we been talking about this? Last year, Zach Levine was the top 10 scorer in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Last year, we talked about this team like they were dog water. And they were. Yeah. For most of it, right? But Zach Levine is an elite level score in today's NBA. It doesn't work here. It doesn't work with Billy. It doesn't work with DeMar. doesn't work with Vooch. I have no qualms about that. I have no issues with what it is at this point. I'm glad that he can still score this way. Zach Levine didn't surprise me tonight. 36 points? It's a, that's an easy night for Zach. And I hope he goes to a situation where he finally gets the opportunity to be that guy night in and night out. But that's not going to be here. And that sucks. <laughs> when you when you look at the whole fallout of the Zach Levine situation, I know we're still in the midst of it. It's going to be a while before we get a perfect resolution to yeah. it. What is the what is the word, phrase, whatever that comes to your mind to describe Zach Levine's run with the Chicago Bulls? Hmm. That's a great question. The word or phrase that comes to my mind to describe Zach Levine's run. Um, incompetence. Mm. I think that Zach has been surrounded by incompetence since the time he showed up here in Chicago. Damn. When you start off his career with Boylan. And then you're sitting there going through, going through, and you bring in Billy Donovan, who, I mean, listen, I know people now, like, it, it's been people that really are going at me on the, you were a Billy Donovan supporter. I'm a supporter of players making shots. Mm-hmm. I still think it's very tough for Zach Levine to make shots. Y'all go back and y'all look at what I said before Billy Donovan got hired by the Chicago Bulls. The day Billy Donovan got fired, do not hire him. This is what you get with Billy Donovan. This is not a different Billy Donovan. This is not a surprising Billy Donovan, but I think incompetence to me describes everything that has gone into what has been surrounded with Zach Levine for most of his time here outside of the 35 games. And I maybe incompetence is harsh on that, right? Lonzo gets hurt. You can't do much about that. Yeah. You just can't. And me and me and Jay were talking about it on the on the Breeze uh Bulls live call tonight. How many playmakers are in the NBA? The we got the nine. And, and I should I take I, I had to change. I said, how many facilitators are in the NBA? Like point guard uh facilitators? Just facilitators in general. Go all all facilitators in the NBA. We got the nine. You Ooh. lost one of them. That's fair. We got the nine, right? Jokic, Russ, 
Uh, I'd say Halliburton's on there. Um, trying to think who all we said tonight. Um, we had a bunch of them. Well, we had nine of them, legitimately. You know what I mean? But like, oh, LaMelo Ball is brother, right? Lonzo's brother. Um, but like, when you sit there and you can go, um, after you get to a certain number, it's not a lot out of 450 players. Yeah. You have 10 facilitators, LeBron James, right? Like that tells you how big a blow it was to the Bulls to lose Lonzo. Cause he was one of them. Yeah. And we didn't even use him in half court. So we didn't even take advantage of, of most of that. That's coaching. Skill. Yeah. That's coaching. There you go. I also went back and looked. I wanted I'm Ildoka. I don't I don't know what your personal life and who you want has to do with our basketball. No, no, no. Team. I no, I went back and looked at one of my old videos. I wanted I'm Ildoka. It wasn't for the right reason. <laughs> what was the I reason just, for it? I, I just wanted to go to games to see Neil Law. Read your damn Ari, bro. Come oh, on, Okay, man. all right. Hey, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to us, man. As always, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. I got to tell you guys about FanDuel, though, because, uh, listen, I mean, if you would have made a bet a month ago that Jeezy would be shooting his shot, you'd have been a winner. Uh, listen, you can score early this NFL season like Jeezy's trying to do with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. What you laughing at? Quiet. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Uh, right now, uh, that's $150 if your team wins. If you have been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And Jesus. You know who else always bets the unders? Josh Giddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man but with that said uh moving into the last topic for today demar Rosen puts together one of the worst plus minuses in the history of the game of basketball negative 31 was demar Rosen in this game negative 31 <laughs> Pat, when you see the negative 31. No, we're not. No. When you see the negative 31 from DeMar DeRozan, how does it make you feel, brother? Jesus Christ. I mean, it was accurate. It's right there. Like, it is what it is. (laughs) I don't even know how to move past that one. (laughs) Hey, I hey, asked you the question. Focus on hey, Demar's negative thirty-one point. Never gotten. Yeah, that's that is the closest y'all will ever get to Petty to to Petty Roosevelt. That's the closest thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. The first joke I said would have well, almost said would have been even worse. So there you go. That was crazy. The man bets the unders. That's it is what it is. There. 
I have no answers for this. Uh, Demar's night, bro. What's the Demar question? Demar, negative thirty-one, negative thirty-one point differential tonight. I mean, listen, he's not in the milfs. Uh, no, I just uh, <laughs> if we're going down, we're going down together. Um, I just, I, I feel like, I mean, Demar, listen, it, it's. We we've talked about Demar at this point, right? Thirty eight minutes tonight, sixteen shots, seven for sixteen. Defensively, he looks bad. I've yeah. said this for a while. Um, I think it's time if Demar wants to prolong his career. I think it's time for Demar to take a different role. I've mm-hmm. I've I've been on this for a little while now. Um, I think that Demar is more elite coming off of the bench with his style of play. But that I never think happened. that he's a he's a pure scorer at this point. And if I put Demar in for, I say it right, still still good minutes, right? Six man minutes. If I put Demar in for twenty eight minutes of the game, and all I say is Demar, you go out there and you score. Demar's winning six man of the year. No, oh, sure. he's that type of scorer. Who's over? I can see that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm. I was, I was gonna try. I was thinking of a counter argument, but there really isn't. Isn't what Demar is able to do. If he still gets 28 minutes coming off the bench, yeah, he's winning six minutes of the year. I, I think that, it, that I, I personally believe that Demar is at this point. He's such a liability on the defensive end that if you look at him on the offensive end, you, I mean, Demar put up 19 points tonight, and he's a negative 31 plus minus. You know how bad you got to be. You know how horrible you have to be on the defensive side? Not right. granted, right? Like, plus minus isn't the end-all, be-all. I tell everybody, attach numbers with the eye test. What did you see tonight? I saw a horrible-looking tomorrow on the defensive end. Is it safe to say, do you think we're now, say, I know we've talked about it, I don't know if it was on the pod or off, but do you think it's safe to say and fair to say that DeMar Rosen has officially regressed? No. I don't think I don't I don't think that DeMar DeRozan's regressed, right? I mean, he scored 19 points on 16 shots. Yeah, but I mean, that's this game. We're talking about the season. He's literally shooting out of his 13-year career. This your whole mic cut out, brother. Where you go? There it goes. Oh, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, But no, I was saying that like DeMar DeRozan's shooting some of the worst in his career right now, like. 44%. 44%. He hasn't shot that bad since 2015-16. I don't disagree with you on, yeah. on the percentage-wise, right? But we're also seeing multiple games where DeMar's taking 10 shots, looking for somebody mm-hmm. else to take that step up. We've also seen multiple games where DeMar DeRozan has kind of just said, all right, it's the fourth quarter, and now I'm going to try and get myself going because I really haven't done anything here. Like, we've never seen this version of DeMar. That's why, to me, I would like to see him come off the bench. I would like to see him try and go out and be that six-man type of guy because I just believe that now in the NBA, by the way, on the season, the plus-minus, horrible. You're talking about... plus-minus? Huh? What's his overall plus-minus? Overall, I yeah. uh, see the plus minus on the side, how they do it. They don't do the average, right? He's gotcha. a negative 146. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's got 
four yeah, well, games. That's what I meant. So yeah, he's, he's he's negative one forty six with a positive plus minus. And he's for the season he's averaging negative nine point one. Yeah, that's bad. And and but what it is is the defensive end, right? And that's where yeah. we see a lot of players drop off. He's still an offensive assassin. I don't think there's not a place for Demar Derozan in this league on this team. I just would like to see a different place for him. But at the same time, right? Like. Listen, when you're negative 146, what does that mean? You probably scored 33 points and a half. You probably have scored 22 points in a quarter. You've probably scored 14 points in a quarter, right? You probably had some of the worst offensive starts of basketball we've ever seen. I, I mean, listen, this is we're we're trending towards league history worse. Like I think we're there. We're like hell, you're, you're you're talking about 14 points in a quarter was like a bad quarter in the 60s. Yeah. Like, this is not... We're in 2023. 14 points in a quarter is a bad quarter, no matter what era of basketball you're looking at. Maybe if you go back to the god dang where they was putting whistle soundtracks over the top of everybody uh, uh, playing basketball and there were no black people in the league. Maybe then you're talking about 14 points being, a, being an okay quarter. Yeah. But I've never seen since the NBA has been 12-minute quarters, which is the start of time, an offense look this inept to start the game. And to finish the game, they're fine. But DeMar's got a – to me, when I look at DeMar DeRozan this season, the the plus-minus, and I get it, right, it has a lot to do with everybody else on the court. Doug McDermott was an elite plus-minus, and he was basically just out there with Jimmy Butler. But he, to me, when you match it with the eye test, looks like he's lost a step defensively, and that destroys what you're trying to do on a defense. That's facts. That's facts. And, and it's not like the offense hasn't changed. I even see somebody in there saying that Bulls run iso. Bulls run less than 6% isolation this yep. season. So it's not even the isolation anymore. This team is just a bad team. Yeah, it's just a they, bad team. They're not even like, running a ton of ISO ball. That was yeah, we're not yeah, running a ton of ISO ball at all. You six percent is league average. So like, we're not running any more or less ISO than most teams around the NBA. So like, if, if we're being honest, and I get it, right? I've trashed Billy on this mug already. Yeah, Billy Donovan adjusted. Billy Donovan adjusted to what the league numbers last year would say you should do for this team. This team did not adjust with it. <laughs> different, different path to get there, but we end up in the same place. And even worse, like this team oh, this is, is worse. This, wor this is the worst version of this team that we've had. And it, and when you bet on continuity and you get worse, it's it hurts. Yeah. It hurts, and that's yeah, what it no, is. A hundred percent. So yeah. I just I listen. I think that there's a. I really do believe this. There's a path for this Bulls team whenever changes are made to, to move in the right direction with veterans on the team with, if you keep a DeMar DeRozan, if you keep, there's a path here, but hard decisions have to be made. Yeah. And if Billy Donovan's not the man that's willing to make those decisions, then he's probably not the guy that needs to be a head coach. Agreed. And that's it. That's it. Hey, man, appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode. Um, follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. And uh, watch out for Grady Dick cutting back door. <laughs>
<laughs> you guys follow me at CEO Hayes. Want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. For Pat, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, and uh, one person you don't have to worry about being around your wife is Josh Giddy, your daughter. That may be a different Come story. Come on, dog! You can't drop the Giddy jokes, brother. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we back on screen. Wait a minute. Hold on now. <laughs> he didn't put the loop on. <laughs>